Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs. <laughs> what the show? <laughs> <laughs> and the Odyssey continues on Sub Dojo Nation. Welcome <laughs> to another fla- or episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. Ah, there's our co host, Randy Griggs, coming to you live from Lot B, Lot B, Lot B, legit. It's, mm. We're all over the place. Randy, it is a pleasure to see you doing whatever it is you're doing. Uh, to see, to have you back. How was uh, how was your trip? Oh yeah, I wasn't on last week. I was great. I had a fantastic trip. Uh, I actually watched a little bit of the show. I was um, go figure at a, at a at a barbecue joint watching live music in Tennessee and Nashville specifically. And then you uh, snuck away to do your live read. Which we all appreciated. Thank yep, you. Yep, that was from the bathroom. Yeah, I, I actually took which the wall looked, yeah, down. Traveled with it. It's... I traveled with that as a carry-on on Southwest, and uh, it worked out really well. But uh, yeah, you guys did a great job. Thanks for holding it down in my absence. But uh, I am excited to be back. Yeah, it's uh, we are kicking off a new segment of season four. Uh, well, almost. We're oh. we're going wild card. We're going to talk a bit more about that. Yeah. Um, and I'm. We're all smoking. Whatever the hell we feel like, which is great, because honestly, we're pairing with bourbon, and you can smoke whatever you want, because it's going to be good. Uh, that's really the general, uh, the general idea, the main bullet point to take away from this presentation, Randy. Um, synergy, synergy. It's very. You're just syn- using words. They're not even like, <laughs> in a sentence. It's just like you're just adding words, stacking words on top of words. Each. No. Buzz words spread. But I have a. I actually would like to have a conversation about about what you just said as we go about like what what bourbon really does in the partnership with cigars i'm 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 actually super looking forward to the show um i, I called it out a few weeks ago that uh uh david wolf gave me a hard time that we started the sh- the uh season with um, bourbon cocktails and he said well why wouldn't you just do bourbon i mean it's perfect with cigars so uh i think this is gonna be a fun conversation yeah, and it's only the ninth time we've done this. Um, <laughs> well, have we done, I, and someone can, I'm sure someone in the audience can figure this out. Have we done just plain bourbon or an old fashioned or the Cigar City Maduro? Which one have we done the most? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, that, that's, a, that's a good that's, trivia question. Yeah, yeah. That neck, I don't neck, know the man. answer. It's gotta be. <laughs> I think they're all three. Yeah, actually. yeah. But, yeah, it might uh, be all we'll of see. the above. Uh, the, the real answer is we've done them all just as often as Robbie Raz would let us do them. 
That's factual. Yeah, so, that's a factual statement. If we were up to Randy, there'd be a whole season about bourbon, there'd be a whole season about Old Fashioned, and then another season about Cigar City uh, Maduro. <laughs> we, we might get to that point. You know, we'll see. It's, if we're, we're getting into season 16, then, uh, yeah, maybe we are just going to have this bourbon season, again. We're going to drink and smoke. <laughs> yeah. We'll just be surly and old. That would be awesome. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm already surly. I just need to get old. Um, speaking of old, how's everybody doing in, uh, in, oh, <laughs> in, uh, in the dojo talk? Ouch. Jeez. To- I mean, totally yeah, your hair you have, is you have better hair than I do. I, mean, I was, I, I was it's doing nice good. looking hair, but it's, I was it's doing good. Like, it's white. So. I was doing good until that. <laughs> you know, I was the other day I was, I, I, I got this, I saw this picture, Robbie of, of, um, Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. And it was like, it was like, uh, I forget who it was. It was, um, uh, uh, a couple guys, cigar industry guys, and then there was this like, you know, white-haired guy with his arm around him, and I re- and all of a sudden I was like, "Whoa, the white-haired guy's me!" <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute! Like I literally, I I didn't even recognize myself. That's gonna and happen you, to you guys sometime that's too. That's never happened to me. It'll never yeah. happen to me. Yeah, well, it will. Hey, look at my hair. It's it will. Nice. It's it's luscious. And and Eric, oh, you started drinking at noon out. that day. Watch out. Of course, you, you yeah. can't drink all day if you don't start early. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Isn't that Absolutely. the saying? Uh, everything's good there, you guys. Uh, Jordan, someone gave you a cigar, a free cigar to smoke, or you're good to go? I've been given my free cigar. Uh, <laughs> you know, we, slight... could, we could make that a segment of the show. Like, who's going to sponsor Jordan's free cigar this <laughs> week? I had to make a slight bourbon change because I forgot what we were doing. And I was, for some reason, from last week's show, I was gunning for my, my nice George T. Stag, but sadly, mm. this will not get drank. Nobody. Nobody likes a show off, Jordan. <laughs> I enjoy the show off, Jordan. <laughs> I, 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 I have an honest question, and this is, we're, it's a bourbon show. We should talk about this. Yes. Mm-hmm. I when it comes to special like fancy bourbons like George Stag fancy or Weller bourbon. or you know Old Forester Birthday Bourbon or you know any of those things that 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 people find. I used to be able to get my hands on Weller, not anymore. Um, I can't find a damn thing that is special or exciting or hard to find. I just can't find it out here in California ever. How do you guys do it? Do you well are you part of some sort of Illuminati group that I don't know about, or what's the what's the deal? This there? is the secret: is that uh, you know, 2012 and 2013 were amazing years. It's like you were you're buying Doge Coin at point oh 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 two back then, and. Uh, we were just getting. I'm still living off the same stuff. I, I would, I would go. We'd go to the liquor store, and you'd buy like five bottles. I will say this though, uh, to answer your question, Robbie, um, you, it's good to be part of like local Facebook bourbon groups. I'm sure there are local Facebook bourbon groups for you, and um, sometimes guys will be like, "Hey, this Costco down the street's got something," and it, it's very handy. I would recommend doing that. Right off the bat. It's it's funny. I was thinking about that. That might have been like yesterday or today I was thinking about that. Like there's got to be some kind of group or if there isn't, we should start one so I could take advantage of what these other people are finding because I'm not finding dick. Like I can't find anything. We have two. Found, there's two. Uh, well, there's like two Colorado Facebook groups, two of them. And uh, occasionally they, they've got you good. S- you can occasionally score. But most like back in the day, it was great because you would just call around. You'd find out that, okay, that, you know, this is the time of year it's supposed to be. It's, it is right now, you know. And uh, 
you just call around and every single day, and the liquor stores hate you, and you just call around until they say, okay, it's tomorrow. And then you just, all you do is just go spend the night at the liquor store. And you, you wake up and you go grab your bottle for MSRP $75, which is... So you really do, like, you've done that. You've spent the night oh, out in front. Oh, so many it. times. I many, can't tell you. Many times. And uh, nowadays... I see, because that's a step I'm not willing to take. Well, that's an <laughs> that's easy step. I, nowadays, I you can't do that. Anything. Nowadays, yeah. it's all based on how much you spend throughout it's the COVID. year. And, you know, they're doing, like, silent auctions, which is basically just, you know, uh, Craigslist pricing. It's, yeah. So it's pointless. Yeah. So this that's, I've, I've decided, so Robbie, that I'm, I'm sort of, like, out of the chase anymore. Yeah. You know, because now I just find... Like, like tonight, we're all drinking Old Forester 100. It's... $27. It's great. I don't have to go through all the hoops and 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 and, and fiery rings. I can just go buy it and I'm happy. <laughs> um yeah, occasionally I get a Old Forester birthday bourbon or whatever. Maybe I'll get some Noah's Mill, spend a little extra, but I'm out of the chase. I I I've retired <laughs> Randy, I've retired from the chase. And now I just get what what is good and that's that's all I do. And if you happen, somebody happens to say, "Hey, come buy this really nice bottle for MSRP," you say, "All right, I'll go do yeah, that." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, that's that's how I live my life. I, I'm waiting for somebody to call me and say, "Hey, we've got four bottles <laughs> of this. this. Do you want it?" Yeah. All right. So, so this is interesting because I feel like we've had uh, very similar discussions around beer, maybe less so around cigars. You know, uh, limited release cigars are still uh, a pretty clear driving force. Um, but with beer, we've seen it, um, you know, die down. And one of the things that we've talked about is, uh, you know, we've always used Pliny as an example. Um, <laughs> speaking of, speaking of. these cigars. Um, no, but, we, but we've seen, like, the Pliny fervor uh, mellow out. as just right. more really high-quality stuff is available. Would mm. you guys say that, like, when you were doing all this, like, uh, you know, sleeping on the curb in 2012 and 13. What did you have the same availability to go into a big box store and find such high quality and such a big selection as you do today? Oh man, you know, why are you talking about cigars? No, 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 with with whiskey specifically. Well, with whiskey, I mean, pre, I think it was like tw- 2012 was when it went crazy in my mind. Pre-2012, you could still, we still would get some on the shelf every once in a while. Um, but I think my hope is that, you know, they saw what happened in 2012, 2013, and the years to follow, and they said, hey, we should make more. And you've kind of seen that, like, with Knob Creek. Knob Creek took off the age statement on their bottles uh, because they just couldn't handle it. And then now, you know, or 10 years later, they put the age statement back on their bottles, and then they actually made it even they they made it even more rare like now with the with the 120 proof that they offer that that has an an age statement on it you can get two different versions of the 120 it's actually better than it was back in the day so that's the first sign in my mind that these guys saw what happened in 2012 2011 2010 and they made more and we're just going to see more and more each year until maybe someday we meet demand interesting i mean we we are it has been it has been about a decade yeah right since that boom really started, and we started to see those those articles, uh, hey, we're, the world's gonna run out of whiskey, mm. and uh, you know that that type of stuff, the clickbait uh, stuff that works on me. Um, but yeah, it's that was yeah that was about a decade ago. So starting to see that stuff come back around. But to, to Randy's point, 
um, I mean, this Old Forester 100, which I, I just had to go buy a fresh bottle of, uh, it's like 22 bucks. And I, I mean, I'm sure there's a difference. Of course there's a difference. Of course. But I don't know if my palate is uh, intelligent enough. It's definitely experienced. I don't know if it's intelligent enough to, uh, to really know the difference. I mean, I, I would say this, uh, Robbie, is, yeah, your, pal- your palate is good enough to tell the difference, but is, it, is the difference worth the, right. you know, the, the chase, the yeah. effort, and whatnot? It's kind of like cigars in that, you know, I right. can buy a Aladino Corojo, or I can buy, you know, a, a Perdomo um, Habano Connecticut, and, and just enjoy the heck out of it. And not even have to worry about it. Like buy a box for a hundred and forty dollars, and I'm I'm happy as a lark. Yeah. Do I want to get the 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 cool stuff? I do, but I you know I'm I'm so old that I <laughs> I don't even I I just can't do the chase anymore, man. I'm just, I'm I'm out of it. Just lean into it. I love it. Um, yeah. And it's and sometimes I wonder. And this is like we're going to peel back the uh, the Robbie Raz curtain here a little bit. And I think the same thing, especially about cigars, right? Because there's so many. It's I, I think this is the best time ever to be a cigar smoker. There's so much out there. There's so many good cigars being made, um, and we're all trying to track down the, the fun new stuff, like the 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 Frank that I'm smoking tonight, the Redux. I, I was very excited to find this, and you know, it, it leveraged all of my connections to make sure I, I got my hands on a box. It, it, does it really make that big of a difference between smoking this and smoking something else? Am I doing it because I really want it? Am I doing it because I want to post about it? You know, like, it, does that is that a driving force, whether we realize it is or not? Um, you know, especially with whiskey, like, I can't, I couldn't tell you the difference between this old Forester and a $90 bottle of the same kind of stuff. But one of them looks better in pictures because people are going to recognize it. I wonder how much that actually drives mm-hmm. my personal decision making. And a lot of guys don't want to say that it does, but you know, like it does. Nobody wants to say that it Nobody does. Nobody wants to say then, it. Then you're, yeah, you're you're a sheep to the marketing. But I understand marketing works. And yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go know. ahead and say it. No one's going to be interested in my dojo verse photo of of the 86 proof old forester but when i grabbed the prohibition 1920 i put that bad boy next to this sexy league h99 man forget about it i, I feel like i'm king of the world man i get likes people are like "Ooh, where'd you get that and if you turn that photo into an nft i'll buy it <laughs> all right we'll, we'll talk about nfts that'll be our next wild card episode uh jordan we still have to have that conversation right. but uh, Randy, thank you for pulling us back in uh, and out of, uh, you know, I think it was a valuable conversation, but Absolutely. it's 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 just a curious thought. Like like Eric says, like you could find like Epernay. I could smoke Epernay every day, all day and be totally happy. I, oh, like, yeah, like I could that could be the only cigar that I have and I would be fine. But how often do I smoke it? Not that often, which is stupid because I love it. Well, Robbie, remember just this. Be- it wasn't that long ago. You guys, both of you guys think about this. It really wasn't that long ago. When a league of nine uh, from True Estate was super hard to get, and like we we would like you know freak out yeah. like hey we there's uh, a box over here there's a box over there you know now league of nines are are very easy to get and I, I know there's an argument are they as good that da 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 but uh, there's Randy sitting there right now tonight smoking the H99 reminds me a lot of how we felt ba- you know eight years ago yeah. about. Yes 
The, and the it reminds me how it, we felt even flavor-wise because it is stellar. Like it lives up to like, OG status. I, I, I hope we'll, we'll talk I, about the cigar. I just hope that someday, somehow, <laughs> somewhere, <laughs> I, I get a chance to uh, see said, one in person. I and if I can smoke it even cigars, better. Cigars, Robbie. Stop <laughs> crying about me delivering to you on the air, okay? I'll take you the cigar. I just, like, I, I feel like I'm going to be looking like this guy back here, uh, <laughs> you know, waiting for, for an H99 to show up. And then that'll be my hand reaching up out of the grave, like trying to, you know, uh, to, to smoke it. But then I'll, this, this lady here will be praying for me because I'm screwed. Um, anyway, so, okay, so let's get back to the pairing. That was a lot of fun. Uh, I am looking forward to that. And I do remember the great uh, T-52 shortage of, what, like 2014. Right. Uh, I'll never forget when we went. Uh, it was a SIGFED trip. And we go into the when the Liga room was like this is a small room off to the side. I think it's a much larger room now. Uh, but, but at the time, it was just the Liga room, and it was split in half. You had the, the, the number nine was on the left, and the T-52 was on the right. And the number nine tables were humming, man. They were pumping out cigars. The T-52 tables, crickets. There was nobody there because they, the, they didn't have the wrapper, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so there was, there was that shortage. I remember that. It was, those were dark times, and we've moved on. And uh, I still think that the T-52 is harder to find. Yeah, but that's not really the discussion. These days, they're 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 both in pretty regular production. I I, I find those on, on the regs. But right when I started smoking, as everyone knows, I, I haven't been smoking nearly as long as you fellows, and uh, and I found Liga Nine just totally by happenstance. It wasn't through buzz or trendiness or anything like that. I just stumbled upon it, and when I started looking up videos for it, I found uh, Nick Malillo videos. Uh, explaining how the stock cut um, technique worked and he's like assuring the watchers of the video so we swear we're not manufacturing the shortage this is a real thing like and then later i heard about the rumors that people were all mad because they thought the drew estate were was intentionally like sandbagging keeping, right right exactly create higher demand which, which would be genius but uh in any event in any no, event. no company has ever done any such thing randy that would be uh, a, a, a nefarious practice that none of us uh, would would like to fall in the habit of. Um, let's I, uh, let's all try and create shortages. Well, I think it's uh, extremely clear that they are not just manufacturing this at this point. When they introduced the H99 in the 10th anniversary four years ago, and they still haven't re really released it yet. Like you, I mean, as a company, that would be crazy to do. If you were just yeah, this isn't trying no, to drum up buzz, isn't. you know, maybe you do that for six months or a year. We're gonna, we're gonna tell everybody this is coming out, and then we're gonna make them wait seventeen years. They're gonna buy so many boxes by the time they can get their hands it's, on these. It's things. not even the tenth anniversary anymore. So fifteenth anniversary, man. <laughs> Playing play the long game. Now, guys, All right, let's uh, wait, wait, just pairing. real quick before you go on, Robbie. Sorry, right. do we know yeah. Jordan, Randy, Robbie? Do do we know when H99 is, is actually going to be is, – is, do we know when that's going to hit, you know, at regular shelves I, and people can buy it? Do we know that yet? I have inside info. You do? I well, do tell. So, so, well, right on their website, it uh, actually has Willie uh, making comments about how hard they've been working to prepare for the true national launch. So um, there's inferences on their website indicating that um, either – 
at some point in the immediate future of this fall to next spring, it feels like they're about to uh, start doing some serious shipping. But they also state that they have every intention to keep this um, to brick and mortar and to limit its Internet accessibility. Well, that's okay with me. I just want to be able to get it. Right. No, exactly. Trust me. I, I, I feel you. It took me a while to get my hands on this bad boy. Uh, do you know something uh, better and different, Jordan? Can neither confirm <laughs> nor <Okay>. deny. <laughs> well, thanks for contributing. Cool. All right. On, on All right. That, can, can, we, can we talk about the pairing now? Yes. Okay. Well, let's talk about what we're smoking because we haven't even established what we're all smoking with bourbon yet. That's that's where I was going. When okay. I said, that's what I oh, that's where we're going. Okay. Yeah, that, that stuff. Uh, we're on so, the as as everyone was well informed, and clearly I let everybody know exactly, very specifically, what we're going to be drinking this week. We are drinking the Old Forester, and it's hard to see there, but Old Forester 100. Very, very simple. Uh, I thought this was their base model, if you will. Uh, apparently it's not. Base model is 86 proof. Uh, this is 100 proof. Uh, still checks in. Like, it's a $22 bottle. This is uh, very, very affordable. Um, you can find it damn near anywhere. Uh, I uh, picked up a bottle today. That's what we're drinking. And uh, Randy may have strayed from that a little bit, but close enough. I Uh-oh. am smoking, as I alluded to earlier, the uh, the Frank Redux from uh, our good friends at Tatuaje. Now, what intrigues me about this, and I think Pete had said this, uh, Randy, when we interviewed him at, maybe it was PCA, maybe it was IPCPR, I can't remember which one, but he did say that they're probably going to go through and redo, like re-release all of these, um, the uh, the monsters. And he did the Monster Mash, which has another uh, release of all, was it 14? 13, I believe. Well, it includes the creature as well, which is 14. Um, But anyway, that came out this year as well. So the interesting thing about this, this is the original size, and it has the exact same band. So I have an original Frank from 2009. So you could just sell that thing. Yeah, like how can can I – well, maybe maybe now if I wanted to like – I, like it kind of loses its value a little bit because how can I tell the difference? I, I wonder. If we I, we always try I, to. I haven't looked at one side to side. When we release the dogma, you know, it's always slightly different. Mm-hmm. But so maybe maybe there are some small changes on here that I don't know about. That's yeah. possible. Are you gonna? But, are you planning on smoking um, your OG and this back to back? I you know I might do that. I I hadn't really thought about it, but um, I could do this. This is. The, the Vitola on this thing is, I mean, we'll get into the, may as well get into the specifics of the cigar while we're here. Yep. Uh, seven and five eighths by 49. This is a, this is a long smoke. So if I smoke these back to back, then I'm, that's my day. <laughs> that's my whole day. Uh, so this wrong is, with that. Uh, yeah, it's the same, um, the same Vitola as the original Frank, uh, which I guess is calling Frank one. Now this is the Redux one. Um, the blend on this, I should have made sure that I had all the information in front of me. Uh, 5,000 uh, dress boxes, of which I showed off a little bit earlier. Why don't I do it again because it's sexy? Right, so you and, got the left side. Yeah. Yeah, I got, uh, yeah, it's the right side, actually. Oh, oh. So I'm, 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 working, I'm working on getting a left. If you put them together, then Frank's face is almost complete. Now, yeah, I saw that. That's pretty good. Tanner yeah, Cole yeah. saying he thinks the blends are slightly tweaked. I haven't heard anything about that. Have you? Mm. I, as far as well, I know, they're supposed to be as close as he can make yeah. them 
Uh, yeah, as as far as I know, there's there's close to uh, the same as possible. Of course, they're going to be a bit different because, you know, they're what that was 2009 when the first one came out, right? Um, so we're looking at 2008. I beg your pardon. Um, uh, yeah, right. How many, however many years difference? They're 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 not going to taste the same. They're probably not even going to look the same at this point. Um, but I'm not seeing the blend here for whatever reason. I think it's a uh, it's a, a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper. A Nicaraguan binder and filler. I'm 99% sure that that's uh, that's what we're dealing with here. Yeah, Connecticut broadleaf wrapper. Yeah, Nicaraguan binders and fillers. So it's a Pete so, Johnson uh, cigar. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it, is. it is. And to be fair, I mean, I, I think that Pete's blends have gotten a lot more um, sophisticated since uh, since 2009. Um, I mean, hell, I've gotten more sophisticated since then, just on accident. And he's actually trying to do this stuff. So I imagine they are are, are significantly more different uh, than uh, than they were back then. But you're right. This was this is where Pete made his money. Uh, the the broadleaf and the the Nicaraguan binder and filler. That's he, he took that uh, that combo, and, I mean, there's a bunch of cigars with tatuaje bands on them that all have that same combo, but somehow they all perform differently. Um, and they're all 96 the after one year of age. It's Well, yeah, if you hit that first six months, it's only like a 93. But then once you get to about 11 months, 12, that's when you get those extra three points. I'm telling you, <laughs> that's legit. Uh, Randy, after you, uh, wow, Topo Chico, speaking of hard to find. Oh, I, I, we scored some I two. I, I, I just picked up two cases at my local um, Whole Foods. So maybe it's starting to trickle back into the, uh, into the country. And I was able to pay retail price for it. I didn't have to go. There's going to be a time, you know, in a few mo- in a year when you get the, see, this is the clear bottle. When you have that green bottle, mm-hmm. you can sell the green bottle. For some serious extra cash, well, I'm, mint. Still, I'm, I'm still I've still got the green. Oh, tea. Randy's still got the OGs. Don't open those, man. Don't I'm, open I'm them. Age you, age so so while we've seen shortages in different parts of the country, and it's not just our opinion. Like I actually saw an interview of the CEO of Topo Chico talking about the uh, the how excited they are about the heightened demand and this this and that. When I went to Tennessee last week, there is a Topo Chico refrigerator in every single location that sells beverages and there is so much topo chico in nashville it's absurd i was i was a very happy man i almost like traveled home with some there was so much i was like maybe i should just grab a case one yeah can i just well, get yeah. one of those refrigerators like i, I want get... one of those refrigerators yeah they're they're like these narrow refrigerators they're all branded up and they fit like exactly one 12 pack on each shelf and there's like five shelves they're beautiful i need one perfect That's, um, that, would, that would fit right over it would just be just underneath your drew diplomat sign there yeah it would, it's beautiful randy work on that partnership man get us all uh, get us all refrigerators oh oh i would i i That'll be my dream come true. I'll, I'll make it. I'll keep working on it at least. Make it happen. Uh, make it happen. All right. What's what's your pairing looking like? So let's talk about my cigar real quick. Uh, as we've already uh, had some conversations about Liga Pravada H99. Again, this is the first time I've got a chance to smoke one. I hadn't done a whole lot of research on it. Jordan did an amazing uh, review one month ago tomorrow. Uh, so check out CigarDojo.com for the H99 review. It was great work on that, uh, Jordan. Thank the, you. Uh, I didn't realize that this was the runner-up to the 10th anniversary blend. And that's that's how they're billing this, that they came down to two cigars. They had a Criollo wrapper and a Corojo wrapper, both from the Connecticut Valley, uh, which I'd like to talk a little bit more about here in a second. But uh, 
But they ended up ultimately choosing the Criollo because, obviously, there wasn't enough, and they wanted to create the demand. Um, no. uh, so they went with Criollo as the official 10th anniversary. Um, but everyone fell in love with this one so much. Um, uh, Jonathan Drew actually says, you know, a lot of the people on their own team claim that this is the best blend they've ever created in the history of the company. And so uh, they weren't going to just let the blend, uh, you know, go back to the the Galleria to uh, die. Uh, they came out with H99 as um, what could have been the 10th anniversary. And in lighting this bad boy up, I, I just say I won't go too deep into the cigar and the flavors, but lighting this up was um, was a transcendent moment in my life. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think like, I, a, like an out-of-body experience where you, little you bit. floated out and you watched yourself experience that moment and thought, God, what, I just want to I want to take a, a mental picture of this. I, I, I took a selfie of my of <laughs> my soul above my body. <laughs> so it's, it's like it's me with my, my body behind me and smoking soul a cigar. Yeah, be on Dojoverse later. Um <laughs> but, uh, I think but yeah, so, so super excited to get to smoke this. They won't say this, but the H99 kind of won. Like, it got to become, here's Liga 9, here's T52, here's H99. Those those are the, those represent it's, it's Liga Pravada. ongoing line. Yeah, like, I mean, the, the 10th anniversary is quasi-ongoing. Uh, right. But it didn't, you know, the winning blend is the one that you're going to smoke more often. Well, no, you, you bring up a good point because it didn't get relegated to the Unico series, which is where all other Liga Privadas live, right? Like there's T52, there's there's Liga 9, and then there's the Unico series, which is, from my understanding, virtually all the same blend, just different Vitolas. There's two different uh, versions. There might be some. You got okay. That's half right. of them are based on the 9 blend, and half of them are based on the T52 blend. Okay. Which I am smoking the yeah. Velvet Rat right now, which is oh. based on the 9 oh. blend. That is literally my favorite Unico. And it is Love that one. smoking real nice. Yeah. So, but to your point, uh, H99 doesn't have the Unico, uh, you, you know, uh, kind of uh, relegation. It's its own standalone Liga uh, pillar. And I think you could easily, t uh, you know, say that because of the wrapper that they use. So the H and H99 stands for hybrid. So it's the hybrid 99. What they actually did was they took the ever so popular Corojo 99 uh, that we know is growing so well in Jalapa Valley for being very sweet. They um, then took that and hybridized it and grew it in the Connecticut Valley. So they claim that this is a hybrid of the Connecticut Broadleaf and the Corojo 99. Um I, I haven't been able to find anything to say to see if this is stock cut or if it's uh, primed uh, as a as a typical um, Corojo might be, but it's definitely got some unique characteristics. They put a, a, a Mexican Negro um, uh, a binder with Honduran and Nicaraguan fillers, and so you got that spicy chocolatiness from the uh, Mexican wrap uh, binder, and then the sweet uh, and earthy notes coming from the wrapper. Uh, if you haven't tracked this bad boy down, or if you're working on tracking down the H99, keep your eyes peeled. Like I said, there's some inferences on their website that it is coming soon um, in, in a much larger release as it's for um, all intents and purposes, just been a, an event cigar and some um, 
some small releases at uh, at Drew Diplomat retailers around the country. Um, this is exceptional. I'll just uh, let the cat out of the bag right now on the cigar. Um, and then, uh, well, before we get back into bourbon, I mean, I've got some things to say about bourbon, Robbie, but let's go ahead and let uh, Eric and Jordan finish uh, talking about what cigars they're smoking. Jordan, you mentioned you're smoking the uh, the dirty, the velvet rat. Have anything to say about that cigar? You talking to me? <laughs> yeah. You talking to me? Did say Jordan? Uh, so this one is based on the the Liga Provada Number no. Nine blend. So it's got the Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper, Modafina binder, Nicaragua Honduras filler. Uh, size that six and a quarter by forty six. Very sexy size. Got the fantail cap. Mm. And man, this thing is smoking like a champ. Um, a lot of milk chocolate kind of notes. It kind of tastes like um, kind of tastes like a Swiss Miss uh, hot chocolate cocoa powder. With the that, you know, Swiss Miss is one of my favorite misses. That's <laughs> of all the misses. Yeah, she's ten. one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I went with the Don Carlos. Um, I'm. Gosh, I'm. I'm almost. I'm more than halfway done with this already, and I just Jeez. lit it up. I don't know. It's it's kind of burning fast. Uh, the Cameroon on this uh, cigar is amazing. I love this stick. I've always liked this one. This goes perfect with bourbon. To me, this is uh, um, one of those ones where it, it's 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 just a it's a. It, there's no way this is going to fail. This pairing. I'm not saying it's the best. I'm just saying this is a great pairing. Uh, it has a uh, the Cameroon on this is so good. Like. There's a lot of Cameroons out there, but I mean, who does Cameroon better than Fuente, right? Like, it almost has a uh, the 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 Cameroon is so intense on this cigar. There's almost a little bit of a metallic-y flavor, but in not in a bad way. Like, I don't want that to sound bad. Like, it just it, there is this intense Cameroon flavor on a Fuente that only it seems like only Fuente can make that happen. Um, it's mm-hmm. it's sort of a magical moment um, that they do. Um, <laughs> Uh, Dominican cigars with bourbon to me aren't always the best pairing because sometimes the bourbon can overrun them, but not when you get into Fuente. Like Fuente knows how to. There's just a couple companies out of the DR that can pull this off. So you got Davidoff, you got Fuente. They can pull this off. It can match the bourbon. Is that the the regular Don Carlos, or are you doing like the signature? No, no, I'm just doing the regular Don Carlos. Just a regular Don Carlos a Robusto, and. It, it's cheap. It's easy to find. I didn't want to go with anything too crazy quick tonight. Quick burner, though. It's a bit of a quick <clears throat> burner. That's the only. That'd be my only. Uh, that'd be my only criticism to this point. But it's not an expensive cigar either. Um, so uh, yeah, that's what I'm going with. And uh, right now, fantastic. Now, Eric, did you say Metallica or Metallica? <laughs> Metallica. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how you spell Metallic that, <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. But it, well, you said metallic key. I'm like, ooh, like licking pennies. Yeah, and then you no, said that's that's. But ex- then I thought like Metallica is no. like pretty good. So no, like licking. That's... You you just you hit it like licking pennies. There's a little bit of that, and with that that sort of note, it, it isn't always great. But with a um, with the Fuente, they hit just just that right note and. It, it it does it does please very well. Like I mean, think of this uh, with say an Opus X. It's a very similar sort of flavor. The Opus X is just stronger, 
But you're probably talking about more like a mineral ore kind yeah, of a yeah. flavor than yeah. like a, right. making a penny. Like no, but as, but as a negative a connotation. But to that's it. how you sure, would, yeah. you would understand. You like Robbie said that in a way that 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 helps people understand what I'm talking about. It's not a bad flavor at all. It's a really good flavor. Um, the, but the, but the, Robbie the did. Best. Yeah, he brought us there. So thank you, Robbie. Yeah, the the best penny is a licked penny. Yeah. Um, but you know, with with COVID, it's probably not the best idea. Nah. Uh, Randy, th- it's really weird, but that actually just reminds me of something. Are are you? Randy! There is no question that Drew Estate is a pivotal and foundational partner to Cigar Dojo and the Dojo community. From the very first cigar collaboration, the Undercrown Maduro Dogma, to the epic stories of the Dojo trips to Cigar Safari, not to mention a certain exceptionally handsome digital media manager, Drew Estate has been a champion and supporting pillar of Cigar Dojo. Robbie Raz and I couldn't be more honored to have that support continue with the sponsorship of your favorite cigar pairing show, Flavor Odyssey. Drew Estate, the number one premium cigar brand in existence. The makers of Acid, Factory Smokes, Herrera Esteli, Undercrown, and the incomparable Liga Privada. Drew Estate not only has a cigar for every smoker and every occasion, they have some of the best cigars available in the world. Please support everything Drew Estate does by following them on all social media platforms at Drew Estate. And ask for them at a brick-and-mortar shop near you. One brick-and-mortar you will always be able to find Drew Estate cigars in is Smoke In. Smoke In is responsible for sponsoring all the cigars smoked here on Flavor Odyssey. Don't miss a true cigar experience with their courteous and knowledgeable staff and over 600 of the world's finest brands to choose from within Florida's largest walk-in humidors. Drop by any one of their 11 brick-and-mortar locations or visit them online at (laughs) smokein.com. What? I love it. Randy comes back. Who's the subdued, Randy? Randy goes to Nashville. You went to Nashville, right? You come back like I did go to Nashville. Sophisticated? <laughs> well, you, no, no, you, it you was know what great. it was. So, so I'm, I'm, you, we, we talk about peeling the onion back or pulling back the curtain, whatever it is. Uh, you know, I was really excited about the read I did last week, and uh, a couple things happened. I, I there was a little bit of choppiness in my internet, so some of the words got broken up. And then Eric dropped the snap into a Slim Jim reference, uh, which is something near and dear to my heart. Randy Savage, the macho man himself. Uh, I actually find that to be quite flattering to have that uh, that connection. But it made me go back and watch the read and realize that, like, I really got into it. I did the, the all, you know. And so I, I wanted to try and do the read again in uh, – Oh, just an eight and a half, Joe. Okay, so, so guys, that's, that's actually pretty good. I don't know if it's just no. the, the change of pace that guys are not used to, but they're not getting the best reviews coming in here. Uh, oh, it was, so, somebody said uh, somebody it said uh, wow. it was the the State of the Union version of your uh, <laughs> of your read, and I don't know who said that. It was right at the beginning, and it was great. I 
it was Randy. Don't don't let these guys drag you down. It's uh, okay if you want to act mature every now and again. Oh, I'm totally cool I'm, with it because it's a I but I like it. that you change it up from week to week, and we get to the see these different that's, variations that's a, of yeah, the read. It's a big part of the read. Uh, I'm that waiting being for said, the Portuguese version. I will give it a <laughs> seven point nine. Wow. Okay. So so you guys actually. So what I'm hearing is. <laughs> People like it when I just lose my shit and just go like all, all full bore. Next okay. next week, Randy, shotgun a beer and then do it. And yeah. then oh, you'll, yeah. you'll get yeah. tens. Oh, I, it doesn't even matter if you finish. Just shotgun the beer. <laughs> and, say, and people will learn. Yeah, I love it. Up. Okay. Well, no, no. This feedback, you know, to, to everyone out there in the audience commenting and give, giving your uh, <laughs> <laughs> giving your opinions, I really appreciate it. Um, I. Uh, I will take these all into consideration as I go into, uh, you know, I meditate during the week, uh, you know, and I think about the read and I, I try and channel the energy of the read and, uh, and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll definitely work on it. I appreciate that, Karen. I, I like I like Crazy Randy, too. And, so. and, and to be totally fair, I, I may have uh, I, I kind of inserted myself and did the remind because we we're getting pretty deep into the show and. I, 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 that I caught like, me off guard. I was like, I, I, I think I think I may have caught everybody off guard by doing yep. that. But I, it, it, it felt like the right time to do it, and it didn't feel like we were trending in that direction. This should be this should be a production meeting after the show, um, not during the show. So, well, if Randy would do uh, his read, you know, uh, halfway through the show, it's seven forty-five right now. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll be uh, honest. This has been like again. You know, I took last <laughs> week off. It's a wild card, so we don't quite have the same structure that we typically do for for a regular uh, segment show. Uh, I completely lost track of time. I've been enjoying just kind of hanging out with you guys and chit-chatting about uh, bourbon and cigars. I, I had no I idea tell. that 45 minutes tell. had already passed. <laughs> We've been doing this for two and a half years, man. I could tell that you you did this far into the show. <laughs> but for I, I thought it was great. Uh, I, I like that you mix it up. Again, uh, one of these weeks, oh, you got give a me fam. Portuguese. Portuguese. <clears throat> I actually understood Randy's read this week. Good job. There you go. I like that. Do you, do you guys are, hey, sponsors have to like that. Rob, Robbie, do you remember we're, we're in Vegas? It's a PCA, and we're covering the show, and we had a, a, a really cool uh, Airbnb with a pool. And, and we all, all of us guys at the dojo, we didn't get into the whole, like, you know, hanging out with everybody after the show. We just went to, back to our, 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 our house, and we hung out and drank and, and smoked cigars, and it was great. But Randy, he he talks so much constantly, just talks so much, which is great. I love it. Like he keeps it fun and interesting. But there was like day, I think it was like day three or something. Robbie, maybe you can help me out. All of a sudden, like Randy's voice, where's became, the Riddler? It, it, it came in. It, it became like some sort of weird guttural sound <laughs> that I. It was inhuman. It was. Who all, are you working for? <laughs> <laughs> it was like literally it was it was like a different person it was like is this some sort of like like demon that's inside of randy that's like well, he, trying to come out he turned into a batman was, for a while and then it just went it, beyond that into a, just a garbage disposal it was just <laughs> at, 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 at that point i was I, I was online looking for a young priest and an old priest i didn't know what was going on with uh, with uh, with Randy's voice and what was actually inside of him, I was a little afraid for myself personally, just because I mean you know bystander, you know, demons and such. I've seen those movies. I know what happens. Um, but uh, yeah, that that definitely happened. 
and you you are you're right on on many on many uh on many points there randy does not stop talking <laughs> he really well, doesn't it's it, but it's it's fun and we have a great time <laughs> but i i when you said that you meditate during the week I'm calling the extremist amount of bullshit on that because I cannot <laughs> envision you sitting still for 30 seconds, let alone however long it takes. I don't meditate, but however long that takes, I, I just I, I, I got to see it to believe it. Well, well, I'll tell you, you know, it's something that I've been working more and more on. I'm actually currently uh, building a Zen garden uh, here on my property. <laughs> I, I've, I've planted uh, about 45 bonsai trees and I'm learning to train and uh, clip my my bonsais as a form of wax on uh, wax off yeah, yeah I definitely wax to... off <laughs> more waxing off than all right let's talk about this first. <laughs> <laughs> enough about randy's voice and meditation practices <laughs> and and other practices hey oh let's yeah, move hey, uh, let's hey, oh, we can move forward um <clears throat> it's I'm sorry, man. It's just so much fun to pick on you. And sometimes, like right now, I feel kind of bad because we were picking on you a lot. But uh, you know, that really did happen, and I, I was, I was concerned for you. Like I was, you, I was uh, worried. You know, it's that... funny. So, so I actually went to the doctor because because uh, that one was bad. I lose my voice 90% of the time when I go on. Um, any type of trip, any type of uh, trade show, or anything like that, and it turns out, all you know, I've been a, a I don't know if I've shared this a lot on the show before, but I'm a big sports fan, uh, and I've been a season ticket holder for uh, for some pretty major sports teams here in the area for quite some time, and I get rowdy. I mean, there's no other no. way to say it. I get rowdy when it comes to live concerts, live sporting events. And the rowdiest person out, in the handicap section. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, I, I actually had the doctor tell me that I've clearly done some long-term permanent damage to my uh to my vocal cords um that that is the only explanation for why i lose my voice darn near every time i go on a trip but uh yeah i do like to um i do i'm quite loquacious wait let me uh <laughs> can i interrupt sorry um let's the polls, do this the the poll. The polls. Oh, the poll. Yeah. I just, wow. I just activated them right now. I don't what? know why. Like, I did. We both. We all revealed We're, our. We all got we, our pairings. We all got lost in the show. We got I lost. We were just. Ugh. We yeah. were having fun. <laughs> okay. Well, so. Okay. So, so hold, hold on though, because all right, put the poll up. But uh, while you put the poll up, I'm gonna just say a little bit more about my pairing because, uh, first of all, I wasn't totally forthright about what my pairing was. And, uh, and and I didn't say much about the cigar, which I was honest about. So Robbie Rez and I, we were having a pre-meeting. He told me, oh, just the regular old Forester, yeah. right? And that's an 86 sure. proof. And I went and I looked at the 86 proof and I was like, dude, I don't want it. I want that. $20 one. I want the really nice one. I, I like bougie stuff. And then it turns out that Robbie ends up actually getting the 100, which is quite a bit better than their, like, the, the regular um, but that being said, I, I do me, it's a wild card. I figured I couldn't get in trouble. I'm, I'm actually drinking the old Forrester 1920 prohibition style. Uh, the 115 proof, uh, this is a $52 bottle of Forrester. I, I'm so sorry, Robbie. I, I had to reveal it because fine. I, I went on the old Forrester website and I really like the, the write-ups and descriptions that they have. And they make a pretty big distinction between the 100 proof that you're smoke that you're drinking and the 115 that I'm drinking. So 
uh, j- just to not to go too deep into it, the flavors that they talk about on the uh, 100 uh, is ripe apple and other sweet fruit with baking spice toasted oak, where the 120 that I'm drinking, they refer to as dark caramel coats, layers of malt nuttiness and sweet graham cracker. And I had to I had to reveal this, Rob, because the first thing that I thought of when I lit this H99 was graham cracker. And it was graham cracker to a tea. It's, it's like toasted, the, the crust of the bread, it's cinnamon, it's... <laughs> Get him, Matt. Get him. <laughs> I, I think what he meant is he's changing his vote to Randy's because Randy's <laughs> going to be the best pairing. Um, but, uh, so... Uh, it's, it's interesting. I did want to say, since we're all drinking bourbon, I know we've touched on this before, but bourbon very specifically uh, is is whiskey. Whiskey is a general term that covers several different uh, beverages, bourbon being one of them. The distinction for bourbon is 51% or more of corn, uh, where a rye is 51% rye, a, uh, a weeded whiskey is 51% of wheat. The other 49% is going to be made up of a combination of rye, barley, and and wheat. And so, um, so I just thought it, it was it's it's important to to make that distinction with a younger bourbon. You're going to get more of that corn sweetness. You're going to get more of those kind of hot, um, uh, sweeter flavors. Where the the longer it sits in the charred barrel, the more vanilla and caramel notes that it picks up. Also, the higher proof is also going to uh, contribute to the extraction rate of that caramel and vanilla character that you're picking up from the charred oak. And so um, so the version I'm drinking, I, I just had to be uh, trained here, is a little bit more caramel forward, is a little bit richer, is a little, little, bit, uh, little bit more uh, on that spicy side than what uh, the other guys are smoking. Now, and for me, I'll just... Oh, ahead, uh, uh, sorry. I, I was trying to trying to just get in there real quick. I've never seen Yo. a change in the course of votes like this before. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Randy was destroying Robbie until we found out that he was not... <laughs> he cheated. And uh, I've never seen a flip of the scores like this before. It's insane! <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I, I'm working to give the best pairing money can buy. <laughs> uh, that's fine. I, I couldn't care less. But but I, but I did want to say, you know, you guys always use the, this. You always say everything goes with bourbon. And one of the reasons I was excited to do this show is because I want to be able to dispel that just everything equally goes well with bourbon. I, I believe in my heart of hearts, not, not from a ton of experience, but in my heart of hearts tells me that bourbon either goes better with Cameroon, Maduro, uh, spicy, sweet. Like there, 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 are, there are sweet spots that we ignore because they're more nuanced because bourbon generally does go well with all cigars. But some cigars are going to hit some really special like points of pairing that I was hoping that this show might reveal a little bit. Uh, so I just wanted to point that out as uh, – it's not all cigars and and beer and bourbon pairings are created equal, and uh, hopefully over the next 15 minutes or so we can um, we, we can distill down and 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 pick out some some elements that you might want to look for when you're looking to to pick your cigar for your next bourbon pairing. Well, I actually think a, a very I, nice 
use of the word distill there, Randy. Well done. Uh, and unlike Randy, I do care what the audience thinks. So I appreciate the fact that, uh, you know what, sticking to the idea of what it is that we're doing is important to me for the show. And I have traditionally gotten very little support from the rest of the cast in that. So it's, it is a bit unfortunate. I will take a bit of credit for Randy's because, like he said, I just said the bass, uh, Old Forester, because I thought the 100 was the bass. I didn't realize there was an 86 until I saw it today. Uh, but, I consider it uh, the bass. Yeah. Like, 86 is going below the bass. And, and that's, yeah, that's, that's like below, yeah, you're, you're going backwards at that point. Yeah. Sub-premium. Yes, yeah, sub-premium, indeed. That's, that's bottom shelf. We're not going down there. We're not going down there. Um, but with, with that being said, I, I know that uh, even uh, uh, Chad to Chad picked up a different version of Old Forester. And I'm actually really curious, Chad, if you're, watch, if you're still watching, uh, how your pairing is going. Because uh, you picked up a version that uh, – <laughs> I'm not kissing ass. I'm just telling the truth. <laughs> uh, it's, look, you know, we, we have a I specific pairing. We have a specific audience, pairing though. every week, and nobody follows it. Nobody does. <laughs> I mean, occasionally. Hey, we've actually, done pretty good so far with this actually, season. We've all been the drinking t- the same drinks way more frequently than we yeah, ever that's had true. before. Most, well, this is the first time we've really focused on that. Most of the time, Randy does follow. Uh, Eric never follows. He's always no. drinking whiskey. No, doesn't this, matter this season, though, we have yeah. we've made a change. We've, we said, we've tried, yeah, our, we've tried our hardest. Now, I, 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 I'll I say this. That. For you guys voting at home, you Facebook followers, because we want to try to get away from like, oh, do I like, is it like Randy versus Robbie? No. Like, this is, like, what do you think the pairing is better? Now, I, yep. I, I'll say this from an outsider's perspective of Randy and Robbie's. They both picked good cigars, but for different reasons. And I'd like you guys to comment on this. Like, so, so Robbie's uh, combination is good because he has this sort of, like, dark, rich uh, chocolate flavor, probably with the Frank. I, I'm not smoking that, but I can just imagine what he's smoking. Uh Randy, on the other hand, has a salty note with the with the H ninety nine, which goes good because you have the sweet end of the bourbon and you have the salty of the mm, cigar, stone fruit kind of thing. So there's two different approaches here that Robbie and Randy took. I think they're both excellent approaches. Right. Um, now, what do you think as you're watching the show? Like, do you like the sweet and salty sort of combination that Randy took, or do you like the rich chocolatey version that Robbie took. I think they're both good. Uh, Jordan, what do you think of what they uh, picked? You guys picked two like near perfect pairings for this bourbon. I can't it's almost impossible to tell which way I would go. I I've, I've never had like a real Frank. I've had the 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 littler one. Um, so I can't quite Skin say monster. Yeah. But just off the top of my head, I would slightly go with Randy. Uh, just, I really, really like that cigar, uh, and I think it would go great with bourbon. But it's excellent it's picks. Toss up. It's really close. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, so, well, so to get a little bit into my pairing, I'm sorry, Rob. You, no, you go ahead. So to get into my pairing a little bit, I, I, again, I mean, you find graham cracker um, uh, flavor descriptions in both the bourbon that I'm drinking as well as the cigar, and and man, you know, sometimes you see. Someone put uh, a description in a cigar, and, and you go looking for it, and maybe you're not totally convinced, or maybe you find it because you read it. There is no doubt in my mind, had you not, never read a description for either of these, that graham cracker and cinnamon would be, and cedar would would be such prominently 
displayed flavors in both um, the the beverage and the cigar. Uh, the cigar is very spicy. You know, you guys said early in, in the um, show that sometimes uh, you know they can run each other over depending on on what your pairing is. Both the bourbon and the cigar both have a potential of running over the other. Uh, I, I have a much stronger flavored bourbon. It's aged a little bit longer. It's got a lot of the caramel, a lot of the charred vanillin characters coming from the American barrels. Um, uh, and, and you can definitely pick up because uh, uh, a more corn focused um, or forward uh, beverage, uh, bourbon specifically, is not only have a corn sweetness, it also has a dryness, which is kind of counterintuitive that, that you taste sweet and dry at the same time. They're literally the opposite of each other. Um, but I would argue that like it finishes very, very dry, but it has that nice corn sweetness that is really um, accentuating the, the spicy notes, the graham cracker, toasty, um, just a touch of espresso, very dry. The cigar comes across as, to Eric's point, it's got a very salty note. There's no sweetness in the cigar. It's, uh, it's very easy smoking, as with all Drew Estate, you know, the, the signature of um, a lot of smoke production coming out of this. To me, this is, this is one of the best pairings I've ever had in my life. Boom. Done. If if this wasn't on a on a like attachment, I'd drop the mic right then and there. Whoa. <laughs> now, R- Randy, what's crazy about that is when we started Flavor Odyssey, when we started Flavor Odyssey back in the day, like you yeah. weren't even really like a, a big bourbon guy. I remember you like almost saying saying like, I don't even know anything about bourbon. And now here we are a couple years later, and you're saying like this is one of the best pairings I've ever had in my life. Yeah, no, uh you're you're hundred percent right. I'm such a you know, my career is beer. My hobbies are beer focused. My, I'm, I'm a beer guy through and through. I really w- had never had um, very many cocktails before I met y'all. Um, I didn't know the difference between bourbon rye and, and uh, weeded. Uh, I didn't know the difference between an Isla scotch and a bourbon. Let's, let's put it that way. Uh, <laughs> when this show started, obviously, uh, I, I've taken a lot of cues from uh, all three of you, really. You've all been... Uh, uh, major mentors for me as I've gone down the the uh, the odyssey of uh, of spirits, whiskey, cocktails, all of the above. Um, but there 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 is something very special about um, this bourbon and this cigar, man. That mm. that yeah is is just it's it's different. It, it, beer's not going to give you this uh, combination. Uh, so yeah, it's a <laughs> strong thumbs up. Well. Uh, well, Eric's hand is there in front of my face. Now, now, Robbie, <laughs> you've got Robbie, you've got a different sort of take, and I'm totally different. Uh, yeah, and I'm excited to hear what you what you say about this. Now, yours is a much more of a sort of a rich, a, a rich flavor. Let's talk about in your pairing yeah. in the cigar with the with the bourbon that you took. You actually picked the right bourbon, but you know, uh, talk about that. <laughs> I mean, I, I follow the rules, and you know, so be it. Uh, Randy, I, I will. I'll speak for the the group as a whole, and just say you're welcome. <laughs> well, uh, I'm, so I'm glad. I, it's you know, to to watch to see you blossom. Yeah, into, right, right. Uh, in, into the uh, the the cocktail and and bourbon drinker that you've become. Uh, I I know that your liver probably is not pleased, but at the same time, I uh, I'm, I'm very happy to watch your growth. Uh, as as a, as a man and uh, you know as a, as a cigar smoker and a spirit drinker, uh, it pleases me very deeply. Um, so, as as Eric said, it, and 
Randy, like seriously, it's we talk about this off air because we want to make sure that with this season in particular and the, the styles that we're doing, it's a competition and we want to win and blah, blah, blah. That's great. But ultimately, we want to make sure that you guys uh, – I, I could have taken the high road. You're right. You're right, Joe. I could have. But I, I, I've – Love I could have. That's there. There's been about 40 years of me. I could have taken the high road. But, <laughs> eh, it's rare that I do. Um, it's it's you know the the low road. It's got more bumps to it. You know you feel like you're really into something. High road's too smooth. Um, <clears throat> so with this season in particular, we we are striving to give you all a different experience with with every uh, with every beverage. So it's we're all drinking the same thing, and and ultimately you're going to get four different ideas of uh, of what. Uh, pairs specifically with that type of drink, which is the goal. Um, so this week, uh, Randy and I didn't really talk about our pairings much uh, before this particular show, um, and, and mainly it's because you know it's whiskey. We've done this before, uh, but it, it worked out really well because my the cigar that I'm smoking, the, the Frank Redux, uh, by the way, is what I'm smoking from Tatuaje, uh, and I've I lit this up about 45 minutes before the show started. I still got about two hours left. It is a, it's a seven hour cigar. So plan ahead. But this is very, it's, it's not super, super rich the way that Eric was describing it. There's a lot of, there's some leather notes in there. There's some earth, there's some dark chocolate. So it it is on the richer side. Uh, It's not the richest cigar that I've smoked, but it's bringing out a lot of nice, sweet nuance in the whiskey. So uh, Randy had mentioned green apple. I have never tasted green apple in a whiskey. Uh, I, check that. I've never tasted green apple in a bourbon before. I tasted green apple in more like a single malt whiskey, uh, a, a single malt uh, scotch, uh, Japanese whiskey, something like that. <clears throat> but there is a brightness that comes out that I've never really experienced before. I've had several bottles of this uh, 100. I usually have a bottle in the uh, in the bar um, at all times because it's it's a simple whiskey, but it's really good. It's and it's super affordable. It's it just checks a ton of boxes for me. Much like Eric, like I'm not really into the chase. I'd love to have some of the cool stuff, but I this just doesn't let me down. It's like a cigar that you know every time you smoke it, it's not gonna let you down. It might not change your life, but you know you're gonna have a good experience. So with this particular pairing, it's not the best pairing I've ever had in my life. I'm not gonna say anything grand like that. So Randy, you probably beat me in that situation. But there is a unique brightness, a bright, sweet, fruity vibe that I'm getting out of this whiskey that I just don't normally think of coming out of bourbon. Um, it's, it's almost more, it's more like a, like a sour cherry than an apple, but that goes so well with this dark chocolate, leathery vibe earthiness and I'm getting there's a lot of black pepper that you're getting on the retrohale the retrohale of this cigar is really intense it's not the strongest cigar that I've smoked by any means but there is a ton going on in the retrohale it's big bold a lot of black pepper Um, so you take that earthy chocolate leathery vibe you hit that with the black pepper and then you have this whiskey that's got some sweet notes. I'm getting some vanilla coming out of it that I wasn't really getting before. Uh, you know, obviously this isn't aged that long, but still being able to pull out some vanilla is nice. And that it's almost like a like a sour tart, not sour, like a tart cherry, like a, a like cherry pie filling, mm-hmm. where it's it's sweet, uh, kind of syrupy, but at the same time you get that pop of brightness. It's it, I was I didn't expect that at all, and. Uh, the reason I picked this cigar was because I wanted to smoke it. 
I'll be 100% honest. I wanted to smoke the cigar, and we're drinking whiskey, and everything goes with whiskey. I agree I, with that statement. Everything does go with whiskey. Just about every cigar you have is going to pair relatively well with whiskey. But like Randy said, some are going to pair better than others. Is there something that would pair better with this? Probably. But I'm enjoying the cigar. I've smoked several different iterations of the Frank. This is the first time. Oh, Coop agrees with me. Holy, wait a second. <laughs> Hold the phone. <laughs> William Coop. Cooper's watching our phone. No, Coop. Coop. Hi, Coop. Hi, Coop. <laughs> Coop agrees with me. That's just, that's stunning. If you were in, I, I have several Facebook uh, groups that we have kind of like ongoing chat thing going. We talk about baseball, talk about cigars, we talk about all kinds of stuff. And Coop and I are like, they're like there. <laughs> and it's, and it's you know, part of it's shtick because of the Kapler stuff, and I, like, I don't care about it as much as he does. But, uh, it's, but, but sometimes like, it's rare that we really find the common ground. We both like Dusty Baker. He thinks a better, he's a better manager than I think he is, but uh, Dusty's going to end up in the World Series. But uh, with all that being said, really good pairing. Not the best of my life, but um, this Frank is probably the best Frank I've ever had. It's, I've ne I never smoked the original. I have one, but I haven't smoked it. I've smoked the the little monsters, the skinny monsters, the chubby monsters, all the different iterations of it. But this particular uh, this particular one, seriously, if you can if you can track this down, you can find some. I don't know if it's. I'm sure there's some still available. Uh, but definitely, if you're into what Pete does and you want to experience like an original monster, uh, go with that. Yes, thank you. It's uh, that's my way of cutting I'm, me off. I'm summing it up. So, so it's, it's, it's like it's the Oscars and you're starting to run the music. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, the, hook. the music's not Yes, definite thumbs up, absolutely. Um, but no, Randy, I, I am curious. I, I've never had that version of, uh, of Old Forester. I've only had like the basic ones, and I think I had one. I can't remember which it was, but it, I didn't have a whole bottle of it or anything like that. Uh, but I'm glad that you're digging it. But I'm also glad that our pairings are, are totally different. Because they, they really are, you know. Like I said, when I when I read about your pairing, uh, I mean, it looks phenomenal on paper. Um, they are different pairings. Again, I've got a stronger, more caramel forward uh, version of the old Forester, but I also have a um, a really unique cigar in my here. But I but I think the uh, the 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 fruit character, whether whether it's apple or as you pointed out, you're you're driving more to a cherry. That fruiting character with a little bit of tartness to contrast against the richer darker chocolate characteristics Absolutely. and that sounds phenomenal it, re it really does where my pairing is a lot more complimentary where yeah. i'm finding so many similarities that it, it, it's just like oh i get cinnamon here boom i get cinnamon there too oh there's caramel in this one boom there's car caramel in this one also and so like for me it's it's exciting to have the complimentary but um I'm gonna have to go back, I guess, on my own time and uh, and visit your uh, your pairing because I, I I can see why anybody voting is gonna is gonna be split. I'm sure you're gonna get the votes because I didn't because I went off script. But off script, I found a pretty phenomenal pairing. So vote for phenomenal. Rob because yeah, phenomenal. Uh, vote for Rob because he stayed on track. Phenomenal. But after the show, after you voted against me. Go out and find my pairing and tell me this isn't one of the most amazing things you've ever experienced. <laughs> What's, what I think is really interesting, though, is if I had your whiskey and you had mine, we'd have very different experiences. Totally agree. Totally agree. And, and, that's, and that's kind of the beauty of 
Uh, yeah, your whiskey is is a step up from from where I'm at, but it's it's not wholly different. Um, but it's it's just interesting how just small changes can make such a big difference when it comes to flavor. That's the part, and that's what keeps the show going, and that's what I, that keeps me coming back every week and why I love yep. to do this. Yeah, I would uh, say so that I, most it, of the difference yeah. between you guys' pairings was the cigars. I mean, the, the bourbon is... Pretty close. Pretty, it's, pretty close. Like, well, I'm, I'm just going, I'm going based on the flavor descriptors that, that, that Randy was using from the website. If, if, his, if I was going with something that was more caramel forward mm-hmm. with that kind of graham cracker kind of vibe, I don't know that I would really get all that nuance out of it. I feel like I feel like this might run it over yep. because I don't have those flavors coming from the cigar. You know what I'm saying? So if and if Randy was was ooh, as I hit my microphone, if Randy was drinking this, that synergy mm-hmm. buzzword Randy synergy is not is, is not going to be there. So it's we may still enjoy it, but for different reasons. Right. Very no, I, I couldn't agree more. And and to Jordan's point about the similarity, when you read uh, on the old Forester website about what they do is the old, the 1920. Um, they they they're duplicating what they believe you would have tasted during prohibition when they were making this for medicinal cert, uh, um, purposes um, is that um, to stay 100 proof, you have to continue to add fresh whiskey to it as the angel share or devil share, as some uh, like to call it, because of the evaporation that takes place while while the bourbon's in the barrel. Uh, it, it actually, you know, after a month is, you know, three inches uh, you know, more shallow than it was. It was. It's no longer a full barrel, and so they continue to add uh, fresh bourbon to it to keep it full. Where the version that I have, so I think as Jordan likes to say, it's the same juice. Juice, um, just baby. In, in in the version that you, that you're drinking, they continue to add the fresh bourbon. Where with the one that I'm drinking, they just allowed the evaporation to happen. So a little bit more oxidation, a little bit um, more. Uh, contact time with the barrel because the fresh stuff isn't going in every month to top Absolutely. it off. Yeah, uh, so it's 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 virtually the same. Uh, I go uh, I go birthday Best. bourbon. As far as I can remember, 1920 Statesman, 1910, 100 proof, 86 proof. What that do you think about right. that, Sensei? I, I I think that's an excellent. Uh, but if, you, if you're you into the include what Randy's drinking. If you are, yeah, yeah, if you're I into, did. if you want to do the, the 1910, if you want to do the old Forrester portfolio, right. which is a great portfolio, uh, birthday bourbon. Wow. Now, last year, a lot of people didn't like it as much, but yeah, let's give them a, a mulligan on that. Um, I didn't have it. We had the year before, which was fantastic. So birthday bourbon. Yes. Number one. Everybody seems to think that 1910 is the next. I go 1920. I think it's better. So then I'd go, I'd drop down to the 1910 after that, or, you know, that Jordan said Statesman. I don't, I can't, there's a single barrel in there as well. Those ones I can't kind of remember, but let's just throw those ones out. Birthday, the the biggies, birthday bourbon, 1920, 1910, 186. Yep. Yep. There you go. And, and, and I mean, Okay, so so since we're doing this, let's just keep playing the game. I mean, this show's already going long. Let's let's uh, not play it too long because Dan's <laughs> got to pee. Oh, why not? I haven't been on the air. I, I can get you can get two and a half hours out of me. I will. I won't even play. Well, uh, wait, uh, how, how long is this waxing going to be? Are you going to wax <laughs> for like three no, minutes? No, no. I, I was just going to say. So forty-five seconds. Well, if you're going to wax now, this that long, isn't fair because Robbie Raz has H99s, but they're in my possession. Um, I, I I know a guy on eBay uh, slash Facebook <laughs> slash other groups and was able to get my hands on a couple H99s, right? 
Um, so I have Robbie. So Robbie hasn't had a chance to smoke the cigar yet. But uh, Eric and Jordan, you've smoked the cigar. Lots. L- Liga 9, 52, H99. Rank them. Go. Uh, for me, uh, I, w- I will say H99 number one. And then T52, then yeah, Liga the 9. Although, although Jack brought over some Liga 9s that were, what were they, the, the Corona Viva Corona size? Vivas, yeah. And they mm-hmm. were amazing. Like, I don't know if Jack, like, had, like, Jonathan Drew rub them or something special, but <laughs> oh my. whatever it was, that particular box was out of this world. Generally, um, I agree. Yeah, ge- eight, general, generally speaking. Right now, I don't know if it's because my palate is fresh on the eight, H99. It's H99 T52. So, so here's the thing, guys, because uh, a lot of you are probably wondering, like, what's the deal oh, with Oh, if H- you throw in the, the uh, 10th anniversary, I will rank that last, actually. Yeah, I would, if, if, oh. if, if, if folks are wondering, like, all right, so what's, why, what's the difference? The H99 has a saltiness that none of them have. It has that Corojo saltiness that none of them have. It does not billow out smoke. Like all no. of the other ones oh, do. No, I said that earlier. It's, this does not smoke nearly the same no. as most ligas. No. It's totally different. It's it's a very different experience, but no. it's a fantastic experience. So if you once those come out, snag them, give them a try, see what you think. Let me know if I'm way off base. I think the H99 is a home run for Drew Estate. Like it, it's a home run that they have not done in a long time since mm. maybe the Dogma. It's absolutely. Amazing cigar, Jordan. What would you say about the H99? Yeah, uh, it's it's amazing. It's it's I'm a sucker for that uh, hybrid. Uh, there's like a hundred, 150 of these hybrid Cuban seed tobaccos that have come in to Connecticut, and they've been they've been growing them this whole time. And guys can pick and choose. You know, Nick Melillo chose the 142 for his uh, his uh, Tabernacle variation. The T fifty two T fifty two chooses the fifty second variation. The H ninety nine is another one of these variations, and they're 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 similar. But the H ninety nine has that um, it has. Uh, well, I, I always characterize this style as having the, the the taste of when you're when you have one of those lollipops that has the tootsie the tootsie pop it has the tootsie roll center. When you use that analogy a it, lot. Uh, it is, it's well, it's just so spot on. I can't I can't get around. I know it. what you mean though. It's like right when you're on the you're still on the on the tootsie roll. Or you're still on the the lollipop part, but you're, sugary part. You're almost coming in contact with that tootsie pop center. That's exactly what they taste like, and this is kind of in that realm. But it has that it has a nice saltiness that the maybe the a little more than the T fifty two. It's so good. I can't can't get over it. So who so won? George, who wait, won wait, this? Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait I'm sorry. Before we get into yeah. that. Jordan, the t- the uh, the the Tootsie Pop. Yes. Which which flavor <laughs> Tootsie Pop are you talking about? Chocolate. This would be well, the uh, chocolate's like on the all. Ch- the chocolate's chocolate. on all of them, but yeah. like the the outer core would be like that that dark cherry. Mm. So, so the red one. Cherry. Yeah, the red one. So because okay, so you're getting right down to the end of the red. Okay. Ugh. So I still See, I I would have gone Larkin to Orange. Sent me a case of these Tootsie Pops, and I this is like a year ago, and I still have half of it because like I can do one at a time. And I, so I'm, I'm curious because when when every time you've said this, I've always thought the orange one for whatever reason. Mm. I've always thought orange because it's got that little bit of pop, and yes. that's when you say that yes. flavor, that's what I think of. Okay. Just a little bit of that orange, but then you get yes. into that chocolate. It does. No, I, so you're talking I about the cherry. Would have gone I, I would have cherry, absolutely, hands down. I I always assumed and it's, was talking about the orange. It's because wow. that's the closest okay. to an old fashioned. That's why uh, we thought that. That's absolutely true. Uh, but no, I, I was just curious. But okay, so how's how's the voting looking? All right, 
This is it. This is I, I paused the polls. Bobby with 97%. I think it's I, no, I think it's going to be really close. Now, yeah. first, I'm going to reveal what was going on when I started this poll. <laughs> yeah. Started the poll and Randy was at 80% for a good <laughs> a good, you know, 3 minutes. Click. And then I feel like it was story of his e- life. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was exactly was when he said that he gypped the whole system and he he was going rogue, and that it was crazy. The polls were just like, Ramp. and uh, so what we ended up with was basically what happened. It, this kind of consistently stayed the rest of the show, but uh, we got Robbie winning with fifty eight percent. Wow, that's close. Randy forty two. Close. That's a great. Close. That's a great show. That's a great episode. That means that. The audience appreciated and understood kind of the the discussion that happened yeah, between you guys. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's funny. Like as I said, I, I said this before the show to Randy, and again, I'm I'm pulling the curtain back. I said, I've got all of the mocktails queued up that we're going to do in the next segment. So if in the event that we run out of stuff to Material. talk about, because we've done, yeah, we're, we've done bourbon a lot. Um, too much waxing off. I love it. Uh, but this, this, I, I'm glad that we had this pairing and, I, and honestly, Randy, I'm glad that you had the, the wrong bourbon and <laughs> that we went in totally different directions Yeah. Uh, because it's, it really, that's the whole point of what we're doing here is to talk about like, we can't just say bourbon. There's no right. such thing as just bourbon. It's not, there's, there's all like kinds of, it's just like Maduro saying cigar, right? exactly. Or saying, uh, yeah, a, a natural wrapper. No, right. wait a second. There's a no. myriad of of different flavor components that are in there. So this was probably one of the more exciting and enjoyable episodes that we've done in a while. And I, uh, just because I, I just anticipated it being kind of a, kind of a flop because we've done this. Yeah. Kind of a ho-hum episode. And what are we going to talk about? But it it, it worked out really well. And I'm glad that we had such differing experiences. I'm glad that I won, but that's not the goal here. (laughs) the goal is to is for for everybody to learn. I mean, we're learning every time we do these episodes, right? And we no, I don't claim to be an expert. Eric will say that we're experts, but we're not. We're just we just like what we do, yeah. and we I, I've learned probably. And Randy, I, I I said you know I was I didn't take the high road earlier and said you know you're welcome, but I've learned more from Randy about flavor in general since we started since I've met him really, but since we started doing this show that I, I can understand what's happening. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just, hey, these two things go together really well, and that's cool, but I can actually yum. articulate it now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yum, yeah. <laughs> num num. Yeah, it's, I, we're, we're not going num nums here. We're, we're <laughs> like, we can actually like articulate what we're talking about. And, and that, makes me, that makes me happy that we were able to do this, and this was like the closest vote we've ever had. Yeah. Hug time, yeah. Yeah, seriously. Like, so yeah, Randy, whenever right, so- you want to come and have one of these... All right, one of these Franks and bring a, an H99. Like, I haven't seen you in a while, you know. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's, I got some H99s. I got some other little treats from Drew State for you, actually. But uh, yeah, the polls are still open, right, Jordan? Negative. No, I, I paused them. I can open I, I it back won. up They're if you closed. want. Oh, we're, we're uh, doing our final. It's over. It's no, done. I feel like yeah. I'm an attorney, and these are our final. Uh, like, no, we, uh, we, we already did. We already over. did our closing arguments. We already did Closing that. arguments. That's it. Damn it! I was gonna offer uh, uh, to send someone a three pack of H ninety nine. Too late. You already said it was the best pairing you've ever had, which you scolded me for saying earlier. So, 
I we are we're done. Just I just felt no. Like there was, was there was threats of physical violence, <laughs> and uh, I, it's documented. And now all of you are witnesses, so you may have to be called uh, at some point. All right, uh, all right. we, we didn't. We're let's way over. We've we got are. Some, we're some, we're uh, way over. Let's. Yeah. Uh, but I do want to check in. We haven't checked in with the the dugout. How how did your pairings go? We didn't really yeah. like finalize. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, my pairing was great. Uh, the Cameroon of the Don Carlos was great. I finished the cigar. Now I'm on to the Reviver, which is. More more of like the graham crackery sort of flavor, which is great. Also, I, I think that both of you guys probably beat me uh, anyways. Uh, that wasn't the point of the vote, but I, I, li I liked the description of what both of you guys said. The Don Carlos kind of goes with anything. It was, it was, it was a great pairing. Uh, maybe not as as great as your guys, Jordan. What what did you think of yours? Ah, it was it was fantastic. Uh, the bourbon for me, that's my that's the go to. I feel like that is that this bourbon sums up. What everything about bourbon is good um, in, a, in an affordable price point, and the cigar, uh, the cigar outmatched in intensity a little bit, but they're very close. Uh, it's a very nostalgic pairing. Like the cigar has these campfire notes to it. It, it has a like a toasted marshmallow, like a, almost like a s'mores mm. kind of a flavor to it, and that just has like a nostalgic feel to me. And uh, with the with you know when you're at and we're at a campfire and you're drinking bourbon at the campfire. And the the cigar has these marshmallow, um, uh, some more like flavors to it. It's, it throws you back to those times you're sitting around the fire, and that's what a good pairing should do: is like send you back to a, a time that you enjoy. Uh, it's fantastic. One of the best pairings I think we've done in the show. I think mine probably lines up more with Robbie's because it's got the Connecticut Broadleaf yeah. wrapper. It's more in that style. Uh, <coughs> not much more I can say about it than that. It's 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 really good. There's there's nothing stronger about flavor than a flavor memory. Oh. I mean that like, it's if if Magical it takes words. you, it, and that's and that's right. Like I'm not trying to like wax poetic, but it's just oh. when, whenever you you experience a flavor, it reminds you of the first time you experience that flavor, or a special time that you experience that flavor. And if you're having a campfire and you're not drinking bourbon, you're doing it wrong. So yeah, absolutely, I can totally see why uh, that works for you. Uh, yeah, Jordan, I think our pairings were probably closer. I didn't really get that marshmallowy sweetness from the cigar, but uh, we're, we're, we're much more on par, I think, than, uh, than uh, with the rest of the guys. Uh, so let's talk about uh, we got Smoke Night Live this Friday. I think ra both Randy and I will be there. You guys are going to get like Randy and Robbie overload this week. Yeah, it's going to be great. Like, uh, I mean, tonight, obviously, you know, Robbie waxed poetic, Randy waxed off. It was great. But uh, <laughs> as far as Friday goes, we're going we're gonna to have a, a cigar industry war room. And uh, Robbie, Randy, Jordan will be there along with uh, William Cigar Coop Cooper. He'll be on the show. Nick Labretti from JR Cigars. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take we're as, as if we were in the... You know, the war room of the United States government somewhere, and we're taking some of these topics that are important to us. Like, for, for one, I'll give you one of the topics right now. Uh, no one rumors. of the topics right now, uh, no teasers, no rumors. This, this cigar came out uh, from United Cigars. It's an yeah, Aladino. It like a cigar. Eric. It is the... Um, I feel like that's the biggest no-no you could possibly make. Maybe. Mm. We will be discussing, like, gimmicky branding like does this go too far is it okay how do we feel about gimmicky branding like this on a cigar I, I i think that um this is an interesting topic so we'll be tackling 
topics like this in the cigar industry, maybe uh, five to six, seven topics that are similar to that. Uh, we'll be going over those with Robbie and Randy and Jordan and Coop and Nick. And uh, we'll be getting down and dirty in the uh, cigar industry war room. That's two days from right now. Beautiful. And Randy, next week we're kicking off the second segment of season four. And we're going to be much more coherent through all of these episodes. Wow. Well, actually, well, that's... I've got a pro tip for everybody, but go ahead. We'll we'll have pro tips every week, actually. Uh, But we're going mock tales, Randy. And and we're starting it, we're kicking off next week with the godfather, godmother, or god whatever you want to say, of mock tales with the Shirley Temple. Indeed. Indeed, When was the last time, Randy, you had a Shirley Temple? Uh, I actually remember very specifically. I was in my grandparents' uh, basement in Missouri, in Kansas City, Missouri, and I must have been 13 years old. <laughs> so 30 years. <laughs> oh wow! Oh my God! That's yeah, right? exaggeration. Oh my yeah. God! That was 30 yeah. years. That's that's like on point. 30 years. Yeah, oh I, I I was thinking the same thing. It's been like 35 years since I've had a a, a like a, a traditional. Uh, yeah. Craig says he was seven. That's that's crazy. So it's, I mean, we're doing mocktails, and of course we have to do the ultimate mocktail, which is the the Shirley Temple. So that's what we're going with next week. Uh, I'll uh, I will do the live on Monday and let let all of you know what Randy and I will be smoking, and uh, I'll maybe what Eric's smoking. Jordan will find out, you know, a few minutes beforehand. Whoever hands him the free <laughs> cigar, but uh, that's that's where we're going. But we're also going to give you a little bit of a nudge if. If you feel like adding a libation, adding a spirit to your uh, your mocktail, what you could add. So I, I think, Randy, we, we've kind of agreed on this. We haven't really announced it, but we'll probably have one of each. We'll have a leaded and unleaded. Yeah, uh, like, if, you, if you're like old that. enough to get that analogy, Eric is. I don't know oh, if yeah. anybody else is. Uh, a leaded and unleaded. So, I'm sorry, man. That's the second time I called you old this week. <laughs> so, uh, it's I don't just, care. I don't care. Uh, you, you still have better hair than I do. That's why I always wear a hat. Um, <laughs> let it and unlet it version of each. So we'll, uh, we'll, be, we'll have a lot of talking points for each of these. It's going to be a lot of fun. So we'll, uh, we'll start. Uh, uh, Jordan, did you get – I sent you all the, the recipes. Did you get those up on the website yet? Not yet, but they're coming. <laughs> they okay. So I, it, I, I, can post, <laughs> I can post those and pin those to the oh, top beautiful. of the Flavor uh, Odyssey yes, please group do. on dojoverse.com. Um, but to, to Robbie's point, you know, this is something I'm actually really excited about, you know, something that, uh, working with Randy's idea, uh, well, working in the alcohol beverage industry, you know, I, I, I work very hard to, to stay on top of the trends and, and try and look into a crystal ball of trends. And when you look at European and, um, in other areas, Australia is, is a big leader in this non-alcoholics are a huge play in other countries that haven't quite picked up in, uh, in the United States here, but we are seeing it. You know, when I was in Nashville last week, I went into several stores that had full non-alcoholic uh, end cap displays. And you're talking about non-alcoholic beers, non-alcoholic cocktails, as well as non-alcoholic spirits. I know uh, uh, Eric and Jordan had a guest on uh, going over non-alcoholic uh, whiskeys, I, I believe, uh, some months ago. And uh, and we, we've talked about this a ton, you know, over the over the uh Three and a half seasons that we've done here, we've had a lot of requests to do non-alcoholic beverages, and we 
pretty much have always leaned on sodas co- and coffee have really been the, the, the leading charge. So really excited about getting into some actual um, non-alcoholic cocktails for this next segment. We really think we can do some fun stuff and find some interesting things. And to Robbie's point, you know, let's be honest. Robbie and I only show up every week because we like to get our buzz on. And so having a, having a, a, a leaded version on hand will be fun as we kind of compare and contrast the same uh, the same cocktails with the alcohol flavor as compared to without. So uh, you guys won't want to miss that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Please tune in. So just real quick, we're doing uh, Shirley Temple next week, mm-hmm. and then we are doing. I think I'm. I hope I'm doing these in order. Uh, we have the uh, not so spiked Arnold Palmer, uh-huh. uh, which is the following week. Arnold Palmer is uh, tea and lemonade, and then we are doing a. This one we thought was kind of fun. It is called a cold fashion, which is a. Uh, coffee-based mocktail off Ooh. of the old-fashioned. That's a nice little play. And then we're going to wrap it up with a non-alcoholic mojito. So we're we're touching on a few uh, recipes that are uh, cocktails that we've had in the past uh, without that without the alcohol. So it's you know you can do you can do it either way. And like I said, we'll when I do these uh, lives every Monday, I'll let you guys know. Hey, this is the spirit that we're going to add. Uh, for the Shirley Temple, it would probably be vodka. Um, I would assume that we would add to that. I'm going uh, rum. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, may, may, maybe a white rum. A vodka or a white rum would be the the, the way to go with that one. But that's going to be uh, next week. And Randy, this was a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed this episode much more than I thought uh, we were going to. I just it, it it just felt like we were regurgitating, but at the same time. We we touched on a lot of new topics for yeah. uh, for something that we've already done several times. So I, I, I'm excited for that. It was a lot of fun. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Everybody have a great week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. We'll see you next week as the Odyssey continues.